Welcome to another episode of OC Fan TV. This morning I'm joined by Bryce Miller. David Arroyo uh, slept through his alarm, so he's still asleep like United's defense, and Zach Kanata. Up, awake, and in the flesh, we break down the U.S. men's national team roster and their match against Mexico and put out our predicted lineups and preferred lineups. This is OC Fan TV. Peace and love in the studio today. All right, no hostility. World. Uh, it's good vibes today, man. Good vibes. Early morning. Very early morning, and we're all American. Got a lot to talk about. That we are. Some uh, big fixtures coming up for us this week. Uh, do it's uh, what's the tagline we're using right now? Finish the job. Is that it? Because we better. <laughs> I, I'm uh, not going through Trinidad and Tobago 2018 I again. Have 2017. So yeah. bad this whole week. I can't. I am, I can't uh, focus on simple mm. tasks. I'm so scared. Dude, it's worrying. I mean, and then we had the news earlier this week with Aronson, and when you sent that in the group chat, I said the, uh, here we go again meme, you know what I mean? Because it's like, that's instantly what went through my head is, you know, and this is what's going to happen. I had the Michael Jordan stop, or stop it. Get some help. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I can't sit there in a room again, watching some third world country, no offense, well, offense, beat us and us not make another World Cup. Yeah, it's unacceptable. So, it better not happen. We're not going to, like I said, peace and love, good vibes in the studio. And now we're here. Yeah. No, we're not doing it. Roster was announced a couple days ago. And Um, Paul Ariel was in it. That's my main worry. Yeah, I was going to say, there's that. (laughs) The vibes are coming back down. (laughs) (laughs) So, any surprises for you guys that Um, you you see in there? uh, Yeah. I would have liked to see John Brooks be there. I know he hasn't done great at his club, but he's our best center back. Mm. So even if he's just on the team as a backup. Just in the squad in general. He's a veteran. He should be there. He's gone through it before. He should just be there. But Especially in crunch time like this. Yeah. Yeah, this is when it matters. Everything else before this doesn't matter at this point. It's all to play for here in these next three games. So... Something that surprised me, um, but not really because he's injured, is no Matt Turner in the team. Um, obviously, you know he wouldn't be selected because he's injured, which is unfortunate. But to me personally, now that he has been signed over in Europe, uh, he should be our choice number one over Stefan. I know I like the guy; he's been good for us. But I feel like uh, Matt has proven a lot in the past six years, and the only thing that really puts Stefan above him was that European experience and if Matt starts getting some minutes over there I would say that he should be our choice number one moving forward hopefully I I can't really disagree with that I tend to flip-flop between the two I don't really like Zach Stefan especially for Man City I feel like every time he goes and tries to perform for Man City he just doesn't play well he doesn't get on-field minutes meaningful minutes really ever right. even Pep sometimes goes with Ederson mm-hmm. in cup games. So that, that just shows a lack of confidence in, yeah. him, in him. He makes some he's even against Chelsea there's a it was a Ziet goal, uh where Stefan came out and he should not oh, have come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just Ziet just in, went around him. It was yeah, just no like, man's land out there and uh, just lost. So I can't disagree. Sean Johnson I no. don't really uh like that much either. So uh, that I mean and that's unfortunate because he's the UCF guy, you know what I mean? Uh, he's not a good keeper. No, but 
him playing for uh, NYC also does, makes it does bad. not yeah. help anything at all. It isn't doing him any favors for I, us. Honestly, I wouldn't have mind Slonina. Yeah, like he's not going to play, mm-hmm. but just him getting that experience, and you also, I mean, if we go and we don't qualify, is that a great first experience for him? No, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he needs to get introduced at some point, especially with how well he's playing and the attention that he's getting overseas. Um, as long as Guzan's not in the squad, yeah. I'm all right. That's that's what I was <laughs> at least we aren't talking about another window with Brad Guzan as our keeper. Well. Speaking of players that are going to miss out because of injuries, uh, Weston McKinney, boys. This one's a big one. This is a massive one. He was playing so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, for club and for country, man. He was he was in form. He was that guy for us in the last window that when we needed something to happen, we looked to him. He became a goal scorer, too. Yeah. He, he, was, he was getting in the attack, getting involved, and... and making a difference man and now we've got a compound fracture second and third metatarsals in his left foot this is going to be a little while before we see him back in the team yeah well kind who's, of big, who's going to fill that spot boys Gio Reynes came out and said he'll play in the midfield he's not the same type of player he's way more attacking mm-hmm. so we're not going to have that that midfielder like McKinney to hold it down right but if we as much as I kind of hate to say it we can slot Kellen Acosta in there yeah. He yeah. didn't play awful in the last window, so it's not. Oh, we're still losing a lot with McKinney not being in there, but it's not like, oh, we don't have any replacement for him. Right. It's we still have a guy that can fill the shoes, sort of. I, I think we. That's what I was gonna say. If we play like a, we've been playing like four four or four three three like holding. Mm-hmm. I still, if we go like attacking and put Reyna as like the number ten, uh, and Acosta down yep. by Adams. I feel like that would help in the loss of McKinney, but we still can't replace that because that man uh, He's just been so good. No, and he's been taking, like, Christian Pulisic has been, like, freed up by him mm-hmm. on the field because they can't just key on Pulisic. They have to, but, yeah. His confidence for us has been huge. It's been key, and, you know some games, you know, where we've seen that that's what has put us over the line is seeing his confidence in, his, in himself and in this team, you know, exciting everybody else. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it a little more later because we were all talking about it with the uh, replacement stuff. But, yeah, I definitely agree where we could see a different formation here than we've seen in the past window, and that'll definitely help us out with missing him, you know what I mean, yeah. and finding some people. Another guy along with, sorry to go back to that, but another guy with Kellen Acosta is Tyler Adams. I think he's, I believe he's just coming off of an injury, getting back healthy, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think he just came back a couple weeks ago. So that's another guy that we can hopefully lean on to to play that pivot. Yeah, there's some guys there that can definitely uh, fill that spot. It's not all doom and gloom, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we also got Serginio Dest. We, we got a replacement for him in George Bellow. Uh, he also came out injured. Um, so that's a dynamic player that can also strike the ball coming down the right side or left side, wherever Berhalter decides to play him, because who knows. Uh, being replaced by the youngster George Bellow, who is a former Atlanta player. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, exciting things to see Gio Reyna going the full 90 for Norman. Yeah. I was, I think, a 
kind of a surprise yeah, for, for sure. all USMNT fans, even Dortmund fans, to see I, him go on the full 90 on Sunday. I was all, like watching that game, and I was just, please do not get injured the whole time. Please, <laughs> I do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad he came Yeah, out I was going to say, he walked out of the game, and now he's uh, with the team. So, <laughs> thankfully. I saw the emotions that he had when he went off injured. And it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, one, it's either really bad. Two, he really just wants to play the game that he loves. And luckily, it wasn't the first one. It was the second one. And you can just see the the emotion and passion that he has, knowing even like even if at that point on the field it wasn't, oh, I may not be able to make these games. It's I'm hurt and I just want to be healthy again. I know we've all felt that pain at some point. So uh, I mean, we're glad he's healthy and able to play through this last important window. Speaking of being healthy and not being able to play in the last important window before this, Daryl DK was a like fixture for us there for a little while in mm-hmm. um in the team while he was here in Orlando and now we have not seen him break into the squad now since the gold cup right yeah. and he he, and was, he didn't even play he yeah. was just I with the team was he not hurt no i think it was something to do with they, him they coming. wanted to give him a break before he went over to uh, west brom yeah you're right yeah, I was going to say it had something to do with him coming back or going to West Brom. But they wanted him to be in the team, mm-hmm. and now he's just not. So, So yeah. Do you think that the move to West Brom really hurt his uh, standing in the national team as now we're seeing some of the other young guns get their shots and running away with it, you know what I mean? Do you see Ricardo Pepe team coming to the team? and I would say no because he's only played like – one or two games and he got injured and he's been injured so being injured probably made him not be there took the words right out of my mouth but yeah yeah no I, I i would agree too i hope that when he comes back and he's healthy that we're seeing him in the squad over there at west brown because i know when mm-hmm. he first got there he came in made a sub right away made in his his appearance was a in the squad the first you know two weeks after that and then we didn't see him in the squad for a couple of weeks, and then it came out that he was injured. Yep. So, you know, I don't know. The, we don't know the timeline. Obviously, we're not over there. We're not following West Brom like that to be checking our news feed every day, being like. Especially with him not being healthy like that. Yeah. But so, the the other guy that you mentioned, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Was Ricardo Pepe, but uh, unless I'm wrong, yeah, he still he just hasn't scored since making his move over to Augsburg. Mm-hmm. Also, in a relegation battle over in Germany. And he, I hate to say it, hasn't really lived up to that 20 million euro or dollar, whatever it was, price tag. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it's early for him for sure. It's not great. Yeah. I did, when I was saying about him, I said I, I just meant more for the national team, that he's looked good when he comes on for the national team. And now I feel like it's going to be hard for Daryl to fight his way back into the squad because these guys have come out and performed well. Yeah, Pepe's good. Nine caps, three goals, and the other forward in there, or one, sorry, one of the other forwards in there, Jordan P. Folk, eight caps and a singular goal. Yeah, so we're seeing a little bit of lack, no, I can't even say lack of production. Three goals and nine caps is decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, Giorena, four and nine, you yeah. know, so. I mean, uh, but just out and out strikers. And Jesus Ferrer, seven caps, two goals, mm-hmm. and he's coming off a, a decent weekend. A 10-minute hat-trick. Yeah. FC Dallas 4. Uh, forgive me for not being able to 
remember who they played but 4-1 and yeah. he had a 10 minute hat trick in the first half so yeah I mean uh, hope that gives him some confidence coming into the team hope we see him we need we need all the confidence from everybody yeah. I mean first fixture is going to be a tough one right off the bat man so love going to the Azteca yep in the last window so that's tomorrow tomorrow in what is it 8.20 a.m. right now Couple hours. <laughs> Don't do the math. It's too early. 36, too early for the quick math. Just over thirty-six hours. Something like that. 30, Thirty-seven hours and forty minutes. I think. Yeah, let's not focus on the math because. No, because there's other things done. that we need to focus on. That is correct. We need to beat Mexico first and foremost. Yup. But what else do we need to happen for us to just qualify tomorrow, boys? Well, we need to beat Mexico. Mm-hmm. And this is to qualify on Thursday night. Then Honduras, they can't win a game to save their country, which I don't know if anyone would want to do that at this point. But they need to beat Panama. And Costa Rica need to lose or draw to Panama. No. So we need three things to happen, there's one of them no in way. our hands. There's two Panama games tomorrow. Yeah. I just seen this, and I was huh? going to correct it, but I oh. forgot. Did I just type it wrong? Well, unless... Oh, is it's it Canada? Can- Costa Rica to Canada. That's okay, forgive me for typing it wrong and reading it wrong and not noticing that. So, the last one is Costa Rica needs to lose or draw to, to Canada. Canada. Which, which isn't is a much better shout as, than yeah. Panama. I'm going to, before I say it again, I'm going to correct that in the, so, in the outline. But yeah, um, the Honduras one. <laughs> that's, that's the shout right there. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I would love for it to happen tomorrow night, but realistically... I don't think it will. I think it's going to come down to that Sunday night game mm-hmm. against Panama in Orlando. At Exploria. Ah. The scenes, the scenes if we clinch here in Orlando. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, man. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Yeah, just thinking about it, man. Honduras, not Honduras. No, Honduras actually sitting on three points with uh, three draws, eight losses, no wins. Panama sitting in that playoff qualification spot. Five wins, two draws, four losses on 17 points, sitting just four points behind us in the country down south. Yeah. Even level at 21 points, man. And we're ahead by, what, three? Yeah, three on goal differential? Yeah. Ah. It's tight. That's going to be tomorrow's a decider. We uh, have never beaten Mexico four straight matches. I don't think we had ever beaten three straight matches. I don't so think so what's, either. What's going to say no? I'm not saying no either. Yeah. I mean, Mexico hasn't looked great. Mexico hasn't looked great. We've looked better, than the, but we're injured. But we're injured. But I think this team has enough to pull it out. I, I hope we see, not even I hope, we need to see a team come out with the heart and the grit to win. Because if we see one of those U.S. teams, it's like, Oh, uh, we're just gonna let Mexico bully us around like they always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're not getting anywhere, especially in that environment. It's not happening. Well, we have to because we know our manager isn't gonna do us any favors or anything. Hey, so he'll throw in a behind the back pass at some point. Over under one and a half. We'll set that line. I'm going over. 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 <laughs> That's so easy. <laughs> behind in between his legs, pass. <laughs> Special. That's his celebration. Uh, he's wearing some hype beast shoes and a jacket that no one's ever seen before, and I just want to put some hair on his damn head. You need 
Pulisic. We need Pulisic to not come out thinking he has to do everything, but mm-hmm. just play the game he knows how to play. And just be a leader on the team. Don't make too many extra fancy passes. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And just play play like he he's, he's the one for us. I wanted to, like you guys have been saying, I just want to see our team come out there and play like what is on the line is on the line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them come out there and kind of be lackluster like we saw in Trinidad. In Trinidad. Like, you know, it's it's got to be real for them now, and I hope it is. There's no, like, I, I'm just kind of at the point where it's just like we can't do anything about it. We never could, but... I just want to see the passion. Yeah, <laughs> we I, we have to see it. We have to. You you know Christians still feels from that night. He has to the Trinidad night. Yeah. He no one. I don't even know. Well, there's got to be a decent amount of layover players from that night too. Now. I think it's only Christian. There's no way that our whole squad has changed like that. Maybe Yedlin too. Maybe. More. Zach Maybe Ty- maybe Tyler Adams? Probably Kellen Acosta. Maybe Rodon. I don't know. Not a lot. So the players that were there right. that night need to Well, I mean, even be, if you weren't there. Yeah, they need to be the tone setter. Like it happened three, four, five. So many years ago. Long, yeah. Whatever. It's too long ago now. It happened back then. It can happen now unless we... We are the ones... We have to play well to go through. Mm -hmm. It's up to us. No one else. We have to do it. And if we don't, another team will. And we'll be sitting at home watching the World Cup again. Yeah, well, like you said, I mean, it sucks. You know, you want the people that were in the squad to remember this stuff. But... um, we, we sit here and talk about it that we can't forget it either. Yeah. So, even if they weren't in the squad, if you're an American, you're not going to ever forget that day. So, oh, I got the squad pulled up from, from that night. You got Christian as a rollover player, layover player, however you want to say it. Kellen Acosta is a layover player. Paul Ariola for some reason, started that match. God knows why. And Clint Dempsey came on for him. Why? Well, I just saw that freaking Tim Howard was still in the squad at that point. Tim Howard, Brad Guzan on the bench, Omar Gonzalez, and Omar Gonzalez's own goal. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, we're closing this tab for Yeah, we're not going yeah. to think about it. So, Whew. moving forward from that, let's uh, let's look forward to the things that we have, guys, squads. Do you have any uh, preferred lineups, preferred tactic that you would see, like to see us come out? Go to Bryce. Hit it first. Uh, I would like to come out in the four-three-three attacking. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say Ethan Horvath at goal because he's in form more than Zach Steffen. But I think in the Azteca we need mm-hmm. Steffen there. Yeah, you, um, you need that leadership. My left back would be Jedi Robinson. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Probably Miles Robinson right next to him and Walker Zimmerman. And then I would like to see Reggie Cannon for right back, but in the Azteca, I'd probably say Yedlin 
just a little more experience. Yeah, experience. Uh, I would have Kellen Acosta, Acosta and Tyler Adams as the CDMs and Gio Reyna right above them. And then out left, I would have Christian Pulisic. Up top, I would have Jordan Pifok because he's in form. He's been scoring goals for his club, and we just need someone that will put the ball in the back of the net. And then outright, I would have Tim Weah. I don't mind that at all. You want to hit it? Sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the same players. Um, I would actually like to see us come out in the 4-2-3-1 flat midfield, though, rather than having that true cam. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to have Zach Steffen in goal moving from left to right. Sorry, I'm trying to get this in my head right. We're going to go Robinson, Zimmerman, Robinson, and uh, Yedlin. We're going to move to the midfield. We're going to go Adams and Musa. Uh, I think he's been well. The defensive midfielders, he's uh, he's done well for us, and I think he's going to do well in this window. Musa sitting back? I think we're going to keep him sitting back. Hmm. All right. With Heard. with the midfield I got going on. And then we're going to go Pulisic out left, Gio Reyna in the middle, and Wea out right, and then up top. Um, I would like to see Pepe, but I would not be mad at Pifok out there. So. Heard. I'm going to start it off different. I was going to go Horvath and goal. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a better confidence booster than being in form? Can't really fault the man. Stefan's not getting minutes. He hasn't played. When was the last time you remember seeing that man on the field? Not in a USMNT jersey. Right. So, I'd rather go with the man in form and actually playing. I'd be mad at that. I'm basically the same back line as y'all. We're going Anthony out left, mm-hmm. Miles, and I'm going, yeah, I'm going Zimmerman in the middle. Uh, Reggie Cannon at right back. Then, this is where I make the choice on the formation. I'm going... Yeah, four or three. You win attack, right? One DM and then two center mids. I'm going to do the same thing with the pivot as Acosta. I think we're about to have the same lineup, to be honest. Um, Except for the two CMs are going to be more attacking. And I'm going with... I'm going with Gio and Musa. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the two CMs that will play forward a little bit. Out left is Christian up top. I'll go... Folk and then outright Tim. Timothy Boy. I wouldn't be mad at Pause. That. Who is your CDM? Kellen Acosta. Tyler Adams is just... He's there. Where? On the bench. He's on your bench? Yeah. I saw our is captain a problem with from that? last window is on your bench. Yeah. It's correct. What do you expect? Our, the best lineup we have. Who said this was the best lineup? This is our predicted lineups. Oh, I I gave out my preferred lineup. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna say you uh, think... we would, I was gonna move into the prediction uh, next because we know how Greg's gonna. Oh, we're doing two different lineups. Well, because heard. I well, I, I mean, I kind of just figured that's how we were gonna do because like we all like Bryce and I were saying like we're talking about it, but I'm I don't think we're gonna see you know like in my lineup uh, we're not gonna see. You know, Musa in that holding defensive mid role, you know what I mean? So we're going to see somebody else. But So who would you prefer there over Acosta? That's my question. As in keeping the same formation, having the one DM over Kellen Acosta? Yeah, like if, if you would... In this squad? Or like, can I throw Wes McKinney in there kind of thing? No, in this squad. No. Oh, well, 
then the only other realistic choice is Tyler Adams. So would you prefer to see him over Acosta or no? Kind of, I, I hate on Kellen Acosta a lot, but the way he performed last window, I was kind of impressed. I don't know. I could go either way. I really wouldn't be mad at either one right now. And then if Kellen Acosta comes out and just plays like absolute trash, then you know where I stand. Well, the good thing to see is four years ago we wouldn't be having this conversation. Five years ago, you know what I mean? And sitting here being like, well, I wouldn't mad if, be mad if... Pepe comes in or Pico comes in. I yep. would be mad. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, these are the guys that need to be playing, and if they're not, what's going on type of deal. Uh-huh. And even with the guys that we had playing, it's like, we need better players here. We need yeah. somebody like... It's like, we're, we're, we're getting there, right? We're, we're slowly getting there. Yeah. But as long as we have a MLS defender in our starting lineups, we will never be able to reach that that, you know, top, top level. All right. Totally off the outline question. Hmm. Do you think Walker Zimmerman at one point deserves a move overseas? I could see him somewhere overseas. You know what I mean? Like, he could he could do well in the in the Bundesliga. You know what I mean? Oh, could, yeah. My he, thought was Italy. Italy. Yeah. He could even go over to Austria, play well somewhere over there, you know? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying he could go. He could even go to a smaller club in England. You know what I mean, and get minutes at a smaller second tier team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like a uh, oh, what's his name, Tim Ream mm-hmm. at Fulham kind of thing. All right, getting back to uh, Tyler Adams mm-hmm. and Acosta. Oh gosh, all right. I'm, not, I'm asking you this: if he was on the bench, would you play Adams at right back? Because We've seen that a few times under Greg. And Des is out, which is our number one right back. Adams wouldn't do much going forward, but we would definitely be a lot more sound. I'd rather just play them. I'd rather play two CDMs, have Acosta and Adams there, and then play Reggie Cannon there. I would too. But the, I'm not I kinda trust Reggie Cannon at right back. Um Okay. Now that I think about it. Four three three holding mm-hmm. with Acosta and Adams sitting there, and then Gio up top. Musu can come off the bench. Not upset at it. No. Not upset at all. Yeah, I mean. Well, you changed my mind. Is that what you're happy about? <laughs> he, he won. <laughs> he just had to bring it back five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to get more guys overseas or grow the MLS, man. If we want to, if we really want to compete here, when it matters, uh, MLS is growing, but uh, it's with South American talent, Central American talent. Which, if the league itself grows, then I'm not going to be that mad at an MLS defender being in the squad. But mm. or even like Slonita, like the 17 year old kid in Chicago. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's performing. What? What are they conceded? One or two goals in the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh, we heard, uh, I was listening to uh, the Back Again podcast, and they were talking about, like, American defenders and, like, MLS defending and troops. The host was going in on it about, like, oh, yeah, you would think that Americans, you know, they would be big ma- big bad men with tanks and guns and all that kind of stuff going in there, World War II stuff. And he's like, man, MLS defenders look like something out of the red light district. He's like, it's just, <laughs> it's just bad. And I was like, you know what? When you, when you see it, it's like when you see these guys go overseas and they get quality, you know, set-piece coaching, you know, defend, position and coaching, all this kind of stuff, and then they come back over here, it's like, thank you. Then 
my rebuttal to that would be, can we talk about your nation's captain and Harry Maguire? Oh, you well, want to talk about like? Well, yeah, no. I, we can we can have the conversation about England's garbage national team too. I mean, we can talk about that a little bit. Ah, uh, it's just Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Well, Harry Maguire. But I mean, they sit up here and they hype up all these people for their national team. You know what I mean? And it's like Harry Maguire doesn't perform for them over there. He plays better for England than he does for United. Um, well, for sure, but and then you got Pickford that only plays well for the national team, but and against it, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And then you get, move. You know, you got Raheem Sterling out there that they praise as some type of god during the international team, but as soon as he goes back to City, it's you know hate, they hate on that guy, Harry King, uh, bottle job. I I still can't get over that take. <coughs> I really can't. As long as he doesn't play for Tottenham, I'll admit it. But as long as he plays for that club, I will never give that man any ups. Uh, I hate that club too, but uh, sorry, he just he just had two assists on the weekend or against what? Whenever they played West Ham, assisted Sonny Boy two times. So even as a as a ten, he's getting his assist and scoring loads of goals. Who are we talking about? A striker that was starting your team 10 times out of 10. <clears throat> yeah. But do I want him in my team? So if he was playing for Burnley, you'd be like, yeah, get him in my squad. Or if he was still at Norwich. Yeah, all right. There we go. Um, like I said, as long as he is playing for that garbage club, I'm not going to say anything good about him. Well, we're getting into a little bit of talk that's going to be on our other upcoming soon podcast rebranded into the OC Fan TV family. You guys will hear more about that coming soon. So as we always say, stay tuned. Stay tuned, Suar. I can, you want to do this for me because it's too early. Yeah, so like you said, uh, rebranded to the OC Fan TV family. We speak football. Go ahead and uh, stay tuned to our social medias at OC Fan TV on Instagram and at OC Fan TV 22 on Twitter and our YouTube channel, OC Fan TV. Oh, wait, I'm interrupting you really quick. Other thing, to- I totally missed to say this when we were talking about right. the defenders at the very beginning. Um, no, Cameron Carter Vickers plays for Celtic. I believe he's Ooh. been in form, but he was he was left out of the squad. But you have Eric Palmer Brown sitting there. Yeah, I would have rather had Vickers in mm-hmm. than Brown. Yet again, Berhalter doing Berhalter things. Yeah, or it could have just been John Brooks, but you know, I would have threw John Brooks. Yeah, so there you go. You take Cameron Carter Vickers, put him in for the other. Two last name guys in or last name guy in Eric Palmer Brown, then you throw John Brooks in for James Sands. We're chilling. Yeah. Unless he's planning on using James Sands as another CDM because we need another one of those. <sighs> I I still don't know. Yeah. yeah. Guess we'll have to uh, wait and see. Yeah. Pretty you want much. Me to yeah. Get back on with the outro after you cut me off. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I said, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. And uh, it's been good to see you guys here early in the morning. And uh, hopefully good uh, good vibes again on the uh, review of the Mexico match. And uh, looking forward to the one after that. Yeah, see you guys later. Let's go.